0: Tragedy in Houston. The hometown superstar live in concert, but it turned into what police are calling a mass casualty event. This past weekend, the Astro World Music Festival became one of the deadliest concerts in U.S. history. What went wrong? Famous rapper and Houston native Travis Scott founded World as a yearly event back in 2018. But this year, eight people are dead, hundreds more injured. There have been concerns about Scott's unruly concerts as far back as 2015. And police had concerns before the show. Perhaps the planning was not what it needed to be for a crowd this size. 50,000 people surged and stampeded. Concertgoers were knocked unconscious or trampled. Investigators are still trying to figure out what went wrong last Friday. Tragedy makes us take a step back and consider the uncertainty of life. But our Savior is a strong tower. Even if nothing else is, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Welcome to Haven Today. Here it is Thursday. I'm still Charles Morris, and we're still sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And for the last several programs, we've been in a series called The Living Nativity. Our title surely invokes images of churches all over the world who bring in real animals with actors to create what we call living nativities. In some ways, this inspired our title for this week. But we wanted to go even further. We wanted to help you see and understand what the events and the people around the manger were really experiencing. A real angel appeared to Mary, as well as Joseph, and Jesus was really wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a real manger. He was actually worshipped by real shepherds, who were invited by amazing angels in the sky that shined forth real light. And a little later, wise men appeared from the east, bearing real gifts for this young king of kings. Last week and this week, we've talked about all these real events with real people. So I guess we've come to the end of the Christmas story? Or have we? No, we skipped something, I think. A part of the story that's often ignored. Something that happened before Joseph took his new family and fled to Egypt, before Herod sent his murderous soldiers, probably even before the wise men arrived in Jerusalem. Joseph and Mary took Jesus to the temple to be dedicated. And there they met an old man and an old woman. Their names were Simeon and Anna. Stay with me. We're going to look at their stories. Their stories about waiting and the great reward of finally meeting the Christ child. And speaking of waiting, you won't have to wait much longer for Christmas. The American Thanksgiving is two weeks from today. And then boom, the Christmas shopping season will be upon us. But that's not the real Christmas. The last several days, I've been challenging all of us to start preparing for the real Christmas season right now. Don't get caught up in all the worldly trappings. How will you and those you love anticipate his arrival this year? One way you can do that is with the manger mission. The best way to understand this unique Christmas activity is to use some imagination. Picture for a moment a family sitting around in a living room. They have some Christmas carols playing in the background. They've got a crackling fire roaring in a fireplace the kids settle down on the couch as mom brings out a dark green box and opens it up the kids look at each other with anticipation dad pulls out the beautifully illustrated storybook that tells the story of the wise men's journey to christ he'll read that in just a moment but first the kids start pulling out the colorful 12-piece wooden nativity set a little sister grabs the manger a big brother puts Mary and Joseph next to Jesus, and the middle child happily puts the shepherds in their proper place. But there's even more fun to be had. Mom and dad now tell the kids to each grab one of the three wise men and put them as far away from the nativity as they can. The children run, laughing, giggling together. Should they put them in the bathroom? Nah, too close. How about a den or a kitchen? Nope, says little sister, still too close. And then they all say out loud, the garage, outside. All three of their eyes light up and before you know it, the three wise men are way out in a cold garage. And then the kids run back to their warm living room and they all read the storybook together and they talk about why Jesus came. And every night the kids move the wise men even closer to Jesus. As mom and dad still talk about the reason for their journey and Christ's incarnation. Now, I hope I didn't get too carried away, but I want you to see in your mind's eye how the major mission can really be used to bring families and individuals closer through the real story of Jesus' birth. After the program, I want to send you the major mission for your gift to our ministry. Our number is 800-654-2836. 800-65-HAVEN. Or go watch that video on our website, where families play with the Manger mission. See it for yourself. And then you can make your gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And if you didn't get the contact information, stay with me on the program. I'll give it to you again later on. And just as we're about to hear our first song of the day, we still have The Chosen Seasons 1 and 2 on DVD for your generous gift. Get it set for yourself to enjoy get a set to give away to someone this Christmas who needs to learn more about Jesus. And now, let's join Michael Card and Simeon's song.
1: An old man in the temple Waiting in the court Waiting for the answer to a promise And all at once he sees them In the morning sunshine a couple coming, carrying a baby Now Gentiles and the glory of his people. That's so-
0: a song written by Michael Card on Simeon. Now that I've held him in my arms is the title. I'm Charles Morris here on Haven today in a program called The Living Nativity. Now, when we started our time a few minutes ago, I shared that there was a very special event that happened before Joseph took his new family and fled to Egypt. This unique moment happened before Herod sent his murderous soldiers to kill the young children. It probably happened even before the wise men showed up in Jerusalem and then Bethlehem. What was this event? Well, it's Joseph and Mary taking Jesus to the temple to be dedicated. Let me pick up the story in Luke chapter 2. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male, is to be consecrated to the lord now that originally comes from the book of exodus and it shows that every firstborn israelite son was set apart as specially belonging to the almighty this was a sign that god was with his people he had set them apart and this young boy had been consecrated to the lord in a way that no one else had ever been he would save his people from their sins You see, that was not an unexpected thing in the first century. Sure, many Jewish people had misinterpreted the Old Testament promises of a Messiah, but many others were waiting for the real anointed one to show up and deal with the sin that had been the problem all the way back to Genesis 3. And two of those were in the temple that day. Listen again to the words of Luke, the physician. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, Of Jerusalem and now as we've done on prior days I want us to hear again from a man who was born in Egypt raised in the Middle East educated in the United States a Middle East scholar a Christian Dr. Kenneth Bailey
2: when Jesus as a baby is presented in the temple area he is presented to Simeon and Simeon has some fantastic speeches that we almost always remember, somebody reads them, speeches about waiting for the redemption of Israel and how this child is brought for the great task of the Word going out to the Gentiles, to all the world, wonderful texts which he quotes out of the Old Testament. But then suddenly and amazingly, we find this old lady, Anna. She doesn't say anything. She doesn't seem to do anything that's very important. And so we ask, well, why is the child presented both to Simeon, who makes some great speeches, and to Anna, and the tradition, the people don't remember that she said anything. So why do we bother with her? The answer is very simple. Because all the way through the book of Luke, and in the book of Luke we have the story of Anna, we have a remarkable aspect of the life of Jesus that is set forth from the beginning and to the end. And that is that a new age has dawned in which all of the family of God stand together equally before God and the Savior has equally come for all of them,
0: that is, all men and women. Right from the beginning, we see that Jesus came for every kind of people. And this is a clear message in the Gospel of Luke, where there are at least 27 sets of stories that focus on a man and then on a woman Three of these pairs are found in the account of Christ's birth. Remember, the angel Gabriel visited two people, Zechariah and Mary, and both of these individuals sang a song about God's coming deliverance of his people. Once again, here's the late Dr. Kenneth Bailey.
2: The third pair of men and women which we see side by side in the birth story is Simeon and Anna. And I think Anna is mentioned because this Savior has come for all of us four men and women together. And indeed, when Jesus starts his preaching, what does he do? Well, he tells a story about a lost sheep, but that's not all. He also tells a story about a lost coin because one is from the life experience of men and the second is from a life experience of women and they are side by side. Or he tells a story about a farmer who plants a seed, a mustard seed in his garden and it grows up into a great plant and becomes, by a miracle, a tree. Ah. But then Jesus tells a second story about a woman who puts some yeast into the meal, and it leavens the whole meal, and all of it rises together. One story from the life experience of men, and one from the life experience of women. And so we see this reflection in the fact that the child is presented both to Simeon and to
0: Anna. We read this in other places in the New Testament, too, don't we? Listen to what Paul the Apostle wrote in Galatians 3. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And what is that letter to Galatia all about? The gospel, the good news that Jesus Christ came to save sinners. He came not to save the righteous because there aren't any. And he didn't come to just save men or women or slave or free. He came to save everyone, Gentile as well as Jew. Simeon knew this. In fact, he said this as he held the young Messiah in his arms. He prophesied these words Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. But he went on to say something, well, something pretty hard. Here to help us again is Dr. Kenneth Bailey.
2: We find that Simeon not only gives this beautiful promise to Mary, he also gives her a very stirring, warning note. He says to her, amongst the words that he says, this child shall be set for the rising and falling of many in Israel, and a sword will pass through your soul also, that the ha- thoughts out of many hearts may be revealed. Now, I've puzzled over that for a long time. It's the kind of a thing we call a wisdom saying, where a very wise word has been spoken, but it's mysterious. However much we find from it, we have a sense that we've not gotten to the end of it. What does it mean that the sword will pass through your soul also? Well, that's pretty clear. The sword is going to pass through the soul of your son. He's going to get hurt, and it will pass through your soul also. You also will get hurt. That's pretty clear that Simeon has this mystical vision of the cross where your son is going to suffer, but so are you. But then what is that bit on the end? That the thoughts out of many hearts may be revealed. What does this mean? It places for us, it makes us see that Mary has a part and an important part in the story of the cross. Now, what is that part? somehow the sword passing through his heart and through your soul also will cause the thoughts out of many hearts to be revealed. What on earth is this all about? Around the cross we find out the bottom line of everybody in the story.
0: And that's really true, isn't it? Most of Jesus' disciples ran away in fear. Pilate wanted to avoid a riot, so he condemned an innocent man. The high priest decided that it was okay for one young rabbi to die for the nation. And Herod, well, Herod got rid of another potential rival, just as his father had done time and again. But there on Golgotha, the place of the skull, Mary stayed and witnessed the suffering of her son until he died. Mary suffered while she watched her son be crucified. And this helped expose the evil and sin that needed to be redeemed. Only Jesus can redeem us from our sins. And this Savior is offered to you, whether you are Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or female. After all, that's what Christmas is really all about.
3: The day is come, my eyes have seen your salvation laid before. glory here to set us free. Just like you promised, just like the prophet said, the hope of the world
0: Another Simeon song, this time by Tommy Walker, a worship leader in L.A. with his daughter, Eileen Walker, from his Generation Carols here on Haven Today. The Christmas season is almost here. And I want everyone listening right now to have a Christ-centered Christmas this year. Oh, how we need it. And I really believe that the Manger Mission can help you and the children around you do that very thing. A child-led activity that is used by families to anticipate Jesus through the journey of the wise men. Get one for yourself, like my wife and I have. Send another to someone you love, like we have, to our grandkids. Shipping is free, and we have them in our warehouse right now. And I've been so blessed to hear from so many people who are doing the very same thing. Like Cheryl and Craig... They each ordered four sets to be sent this year to their loved ones to be used this December. And we can do the very same thing for you. So why don't you call us right now? And the number to call is 800-654-2836, 865 haven I'll give you a web address for us in just a moment, but let me remind you to watch the video on our website where families play with the major mission. And just click on the Manger Mission resource to find and view the video. But then make your gift at haventoday.org. haventoday.org. And in case you were wondering, we still have The Chosen, Seasons 1 and 2 on DVD for your gift this Christmas to the ministry. Get a set for yourself to enjoy. Get one to give away to someone who needs to learn more about Jesus. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me here on Thursday won't you come back again tomorrow when again we get to share together the great story It's All About Jesus here on Haven Today Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word Nowadays you don't have to look too far to find political pundits or internet personalities telling us that we're nearing the end of the world The end is near. Maybe. Jesus said no one knows the day or the hour. Instead, he encouraged us to stay alert. If you knew what day a thief was coming, you would prepare. But Jesus' coming will be like the thief in the night. So be alert. Look to Jesus. Walk faithfully with him. You don't know the day or the hour. But for those of us who know Jesus Christ, we do know the one who's holding the clock. He's coming back. As sure as the sun rises, he's coming. Are you ready? Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.